When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is oh so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money. And today we're talking the connection between your health and your wealth with Jillian from Care Of. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. It was interesting when I was doing research for this podcast episode, there were all of these different articles and studies and surveys from, you name it, from bloggers to psychologists to doctors to therapists to nutritionists, all sorts of different people talking about the connection between health and your wealth. And I think it's really interesting because it's not something that we normally think really goes together. So, you know, I was reading all these different articles and I was trying to find some really good facts and figures to talk about on the podcast. And then I just decided, well, you know, I'm just going to talk about what I know and what my experience is. And I know that when I when I've gone through, you know, really hard times financially and you know, I've 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 struggled to to figure things out whether that's being, you know, an entrepreneur and starting a business or that's been tough times where I had to have credit card debt or when I had student loans or when I got divorced or you know, all of these different 
tough situations. And I, and I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I actually really do believe in the power between the connection of your health and your wealth. Because when I wasn't feeling good, when I was, you know, depressed or anxious or just frustrated with life, I tended to make not great decisions when it came to my finances, even though I knew way better than that, right? So I would go shopping because that made me feel better, or I would go out to eat with my friends and and spend money that maybe I knew I shouldn't spend because food made me feel better. Um, Or I would go, you know, on a vacation. That's probably my, like, my crux is I would go on a vacation and I, I would feel good, you know, it would make me feel better. But then at the end of the day, you know, I would have to obviously pay for that. And so I would find myself kind of back in in a slump and then really frustrated, and really stressed out and really upset at myself that, you know, I was kind of like perpetuating, um, I, I was perpetuating, you know, a, a problem or perpetuating debt or whatever it may be, right? There's so many different situations in my life, it's hard for me to just, you know, boil it down to one, but it really was those times where I wasn't taking care of myself. So I wasn't exercising or I wasn't eating well, certainly wasn't, uh, you know, having the right supplements or vitamins or nutrition or whatever it may be for my body so that my body could perform as best as possible. And so I've been a certified financial planner now for, Oh, seven, eight years, I think. <laughs> um, I'm sort of fogging on th- that exact date, but I, I think we're coming up on eight years. And uh, I remember, you know, when I was, I went through this crazy, like a cram course to get my certified financial planner. Like I studied everything that you needed to study in a six month period, which most people think is just like absolute suicide. But I knew my personality and I knew like, okay, I need like a big challenge in order for me to like really commit to doing this. And I knew how hard it was going to be. And so I thought, okay, I'm just going to like go for it. And, you know, I hadn't been eating well. I wasn't taking care of my body and I could definitely feel like it, it was, it was hard to get through the days of sitting in class, you know, eight hours a day, learning all this complex financial information that I would need to pass that test. Like sometimes my brain was a fog and I had to physically like force myself to focus. And then it was right around the beginning of the year was kind of halfway through this program. And I thought, you know what, this is, this is crazy. Like I'm going to go to nutritionist. I'm going to figure out how my body can perform the best possible. And I'm going to see if this makes a difference. And so I did, and I ended up losing a lot of weight. Uh, But more than that, like I started eating the way that my body responds well to, right? And I was sleeping better. I was thinking better. I was remembering these tough concepts in a way clearer uh, fashion format than, than ever before. It was like, it was like, it was easy for my brain to think and my mood was better. I, I was happier. I was more motivated to work out. I was more motivated to study. And I just thought, you know what, there has to be some connection here because not only was I, you know, my body, I guess just to say was performing better, right? Because our bodies are machines and, you know, what we put in our body really um, determines how our body functions. 
And so it was not only that my body was functioning great, right, but I was also making smarter money decisions. And yeah, I was going through, you know, this, this tough coursework, learning about, you know, more complex uh, financial solutions and tricks and strategies and all sorts of things. But I really was making smarter decisions. I was making smarter decisions when I ate out about how much I was spending, um, just even the way I was like approaching debt. And it, it, it was literally like somebody had like lifted a veil off of me and and suddenly I was able to just function in a much better way. And I thought, you know, this is crazy. Like, why wasn't I doing this sooner? <laughs> why wasn't I, you know, on this bandwagon you know, sooner. And, and that's really, I think, what, what opened my mind to thinking about the powerful connection between our health and our wealth. And more than that, you know, what we think about, what we fixate. I talk about this all the time on the podcast, but, you know, how you think, act, and feel about money really has a big impact on, uh, you know, the goals that you're going to, to achieve. Because, it sets, it sets a course for you, right? It sets the mindset of how you attack things, how you approach problems, how you approach stress, you know, how you, um, even, even just, you know, whether talking about money is something that just elicits, you know, a ton of, of stress and anxiety, or it's something where you have a more empowered attitude where you're like, you know what, I can do this. And so I think that, you know, if, if we talked about money and we talked about personal finance more in that way of understanding a real holistic approach to thinking about our money, it's not just whatever is in our bank account, right? It's not just whatever uh, tricks and tips and strategies that, that I teach you or that you read or that you learn, but it's also about how you're approaching life. How is your brain functioning? How is your body functioning? You know, all of these things I believe have a seriously big impact on your ability to lead the life that you want to lead. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to wake up tomorrow and like have won the lotto and be, you know, a quadrillionaire. That would be really nice. But I'm not saying that's going to happen. Um, it hasn't certainly happened to me, but it might happen to you quite possibly, right? But I think more than anything, again, I just, I really want to open your eyes to think about your own life, think about your own situation. You know, is there something that, that's constantly stressing you out about money? You know, how is your body feeling? How is your mind feeling? How are you functioning holistically? And maybe if certain things aren't happening, maybe it might be worth at least examining your health and, and, and finding out, is there a connection for you between your health and your wealth. So I'm super excited to have Jillian, who is the head of nutrition at Care-of. Care-of has been our sponsor for the last two weeks on the podcast. Great company. And she is sharing a ton of tips about the connection between your health and your wealth. And I love this, how we can actually survive the holidays and still be healthy and still have some cash in the bank. So in those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnit in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas 
and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Okay, listen, like many of you out there, I love Notion, our sponsor today. And I honestly use it every day for my notes and journaling. I also track our family expenses. And I manage all of our household to-dos. Notion has been such a lifesaver in helping me get a lot more organized because that's not one of my strengths without stressing me out. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is the AI-powered workspace that can summarize things like meeting notes and automatically generate action items and help you get answers to questions in seconds. It will honestly blow your mind. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, you're a freelancer, you're starting a startup, or you're a student juggling classes and clubs, or you're somebody like myself that just really wants to get organized. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com etm. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash etm, and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show, notion.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. 
I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. And <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one time service, Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. Off your first month of vitamins. All right, Jillian, I am so excited to have you on the podcast. I have recently found care of and actually it's hard for me to to admit this but I'm like actually like taking my vitamins and supplements every morning. Uh tell us a little bit about your own background and how you ventured into nutrition and and got to care of. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for such kind words. Um we're so excited that you love us. Uh we we're really excited and it's a really great great brand that we're happy people are really getting excited about you getting right vitamins. So in terms of my story, so I grew up in a household that really was not at all holistic. Um, you went to the doctor, you were prescribed medication, you took your medication. It wasn't that the word acupuncture was poo-pooed at the, at the dinner table. That word or anything like that really was never even discussed. It was just not something I was made aware of. So the connection between what we eat and how we feel was not something that was talked about. And I think that was actually similar to a lot of families. Um, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and that was just the norm. Right, exactly. And then, um, yeah, so I was uh, diagnosed with colitis when I was eight years old, which is an inflammatory bowel disease. And I remember vividly my mom asking the doctor, does what you eat have anything to do with it? He said no. And I vividly remember at that young age, 
not really making sense. Like, how could what you eat not affect what's happening with your digestive system? But went along with it. You know, I was given medication, took that medication. Cut to, I was done with college. Um, I actually studied English undergrad, and I was working in book publishing, and I was having a very strange set of symptoms. Everything from debilitating fatigue, night sweats, tremors, things that just were not making sense. And I would go to doctor to doctor, and they'd say either, oh, you have MS or lupus, or maybe you're crazy, or wow. you know, you're fine, or this or that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty horrifying and very scary. Um, this was going on for about three years. And I mean, I looked fine, so I kind of demanded of myself that everything was fine. And I was getting a lot of mixed messages from doctors. So I pretty much trained myself to either convince myself that it was in my head or it was fine or not that bad. Got to a point where um, my hemoglobin, so hemoglobin is the molecule that carries oxygen through our blood, dropped to a 4.5, um, which means I had basically a third of the blood in my body that I was supposed to. And I had to get a blood transfusion. Finally, the doctors started paying attention. Like, wait, a second. <laughs> like, wait okay. Maybe... Yeah, she's not making this, <laughs> this up. This is normal. <laughs> yeah, right. We have objective facts um, and objective proof. Um, they started looking, but again, I was not getting any real definitive diagnosis, and I was getting very frustrated by the 10 minutes doctors would spend with me at the most. And I started just searching and looking, and I started going to yoga more often, and I started meditating, and this world opened up to me that I didn't know existed. And then at one point, um, a few years into that, my mom was listening to the radio and she heard a doctor talk and he was an MD who practiced more holistically. Now at this time I had never heard of that. That was not something that was in my norm at all. This was back in 2007 and he practiced what we, what we now know is called functional medicine. So I went to go see him and he spent two hours with me, which was revolutionary because I was used to being shuffled from the waiting room into the consult room within like 10 minutes and um, he did all this test, and it turns out that I had chronic Lyme disease that was undiagnosed. And they also had me work with a dietitian who said, you know what, someone with colitis, you know, you really should be on something called the specific carbohydrate diet, which limits, uh, the, uh, limits grains and limits certain sugars, with the idea being that inflammatory bowel disease is a result of an imbalance in your microbiome. This was 10 years ago when people weren't talking about the microbiome or anything like that. So I stringently followed this diet and was amazed. Within three to four weeks, I still had a long way to go on my healing journey. Within three to four weeks, I was so much, felt so much better. I had color back in my face. I was able to sleep through the night without night sweats. I wasn't having tremors. And I was like, wait a second, how, how is this possible? How is it the fact that I am an educated person, grew up in an educated family, and no one told me about this? Yeah, right. No one made this this connection that what you eat affects how you, how you feel. No, not a single doctor in that four or five year period asked me what I was eating. Turns out I was, I also had celiac disease and a dairy allergy, but no one looked, no one, no one asked me what I was eating. Nothing. So I was like, wait a second. So I just started pouring into it and reading every book that I could find. And one book I would devour the bibliography and read 15 more books. And finally I was like, you know what? I just got to go back to school and figure this out. And I knew that I wanted to practice holistically functional medicine, Eastern medicine, and, and really weave in Ayurveda, which is the Indian healing system, which I, which I also have studied. And um, I never wanted my credibility to be questioned. So I, as a, <laughs> with my bachelor's degree in English, was like, you know what, I just have to go back and get a master's degree in science. So I went back to grad school for four years and became a registered dietitian and um, got a master's degree in science and nutrition. Wow. That, that's that, like, that's, that yeah, that's my story. That's an amazing story because I think that, you know, 
I, I think it also like shows that, you know, you have to be persistent when, I mean, nobody else is in your body. And when you know something isn't right, you know, you have to keep knocking on those doors. And then just the power of, of changing how you were eating. You said like three to four weeks, you were feeling better. I mean, that's just crazy. You're absolutely right. And it's true. And it's a shame that we have to completely advocate for ourselves but we do. And if I could impart anything from my story and my journey, it's that, yes, we go and we seek expert opinions because they are specialized in certain things, but we are the only one who's an expert in our own body. The only one. We know how we're supposed to feel. Yeah, absolutely. And, and no matter what a doctor is telling you, if you intrinsically know something else is wrong, find another doctor that's going to dig a little deeper. Yeah, exactly. That's the best best advice I can get. Keep knocking, keep doing it. Yeah. You know, and you, and you talked about kind of that, that powerful connection that exists between, you know, health and happiness and, and just how you process stress and dealing with, you know, the real world. And, you know, when it, when it comes to money, I think a lot of times people are, hesitant because, you know, especially the younger listeners on the podcast, you know, they don't, they don't have a ton of money to go to a lot of different doctors or to maybe figure out, you know, how can they sleep better or how can they deal with stress better? So do you have any tips for how somebody can, you know, work on their health if they don't have a ton of money to spend on, you know, doctors or eating organic or trainers or all of these other luxuries that a lot of people are afforded? Absolutely. And I think it's a really great question. Um, First of all, I think it's really important to note that the single most important thing that we can do for our health and happiness is our minds and how we control our thoughts. And the whole point of meditation is to be able is to develop the ability not to become reactive to our thoughts. Once someone once we are able to really have control over our thoughts and choose our thoughts the way that we choose our clothing, everything is possible. And I say that because meditation is free. You know, everyone at this point of day and age has access to a computer somewhere, whether their own or in a library or somewhere. It's easy to Google a meditation. They're, they're on YouTube. They're everywhere. So I would definitely start with that. And it's free. It's easy. And it's something that you will start really reaping the benefits from very quickly. Right. And, and meditation, for, for those who don't know, meditation is just really about, it's about centering yourself, right? And kind of controlling, uh, you know, what you're thinking and, and focusing on and those sorts of things. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the real, a lot of people go into it thinking the goal of it is not to have thoughts. And I think for me, the way that I, that it's really best to think of it, it's not so much that you're going to be absent of thought, because of course, thoughts are going to pop in. It's not attaching emotions to thoughts, because thoughts themselves aren't actually dangerous. They can't harm us. It's the emotions that we attach it's the anxiety we attach when we think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to do this for work. It's the fear that we that we feel when we think of something else. So being able to really cultivate that stillness and center yourself where you're not reacting to your thoughts, you're just watching them go by is really um, one of the, the greatest benefits and the goal of that. Awesome. Yeah, I love um, that. Yeah. Yeah. And some other things, you know, unfortunately, health, some healthy food is expensive, but there's also a lot of really great stuff that isn't. You can make a huge pot of lentil soup, you know, going to the bulk section of some health food stores. Maybe you'll spend four or five dollars and you can make a, a batch of lentil soup that will last you for a week there are some really really great recipes out there that make it that make healthy food accessible and affordable and when it comes to exercise i mean i personally think one of the best ways to exercise is to just walk you know go 
you know, grab a friend, take a walk, or maybe that's your meditation. Maybe you do a walking meditation where you're really mindful of all the sights and sounds that you're seeing when you're walking, you know, push-ups in a park. That's free too. There are a lot of, it doesn't need to be, oh, I have to pay this amount of money to go to this functional medicine doctor, or I have to spend this amount of money on all these different um, crystals or, or, or all these different things, you know, it really can, you can make it work for you. Yeah, no, I think that's great. You know, there's a lot of things I think right at our disposal if we just, you know, look for them. You know, we do, we're always looking for something, you know, that that uh, some service or some gym or some special something that's going to, you know, make us feel better when a lot of the things are just right there in front of us. Definitely. And it's also a matter of, you know, it doesn't need to be perfect. You know, just because you only have 15 minutes to walk rather than an hour, 15 minutes is better than nothing. So might as well do 15 minutes. Don't wait until you have an hour. Don't wait until it's the quote unquote perfect time to start taking care of yourself. Yeah, you know, and you talked about, you know, the special diet that you got put on, you know, to help your your health and that it really, really did help you. You know, there are so many different health trends now. We've got, you know, low carb and paleo and whole 30. And I mean, it just it feels like every week there's kind of a new trend that's emerging. Uh, you know, how can somebody approach those different trends and know whether that's something that they should be doing for their own body? Is it just a trial and error? Sure. It's, it's a really great, great question. There is so much information out there and there's so much content and making it more confusing is a lot of that information usually conflicts with other information. So it's quite dizzying. You don't really know exactly what to really latch onto. In terms of all the different diets that are out there, um, I'm going to speak to the general population um, and not to the population that has a specific illness that they're trying to, to really repair and heal through diet. So for the general um, healthy individual, and this is true, of course, also for people who are trying to heal a certain condition, but for the general population, you know, you really, it really puts the onus on you to, to learn about your body. What could be great and feel really good and work really well for one person might not at all for, for another person. And it's really in conflict to how we live our, live our lives right now. We live in a culture that, reward, that rewards mindlessness, right? So we're yeah. doing 15 things at the same time, and we also value instant gratification, right? If our, if our friend doesn't text us back in 15 minutes, we think we don't have a friend anymore. The relationship is over. <laughs> so it's really so, – so that's a perfect storm for not remembering what we ate a day ago because we've done so many different things at the exact same time, and who remembers – and it's also, if we feel uncomfortable, we'd so much rather reach for something that would make us feel better, better relatively quicker. The antacids, the ibuprofen, various things that will just kind of soothe that, that inflammation, however, however uh, transient it is. So it's really a matter of, I think the best way to do it is really keeping a food journal and what you're eating, when you're eating, how you're feeling, and then looking back and assessing what works for you. What really is consistent among all like the quote unquote trendy diets right now, whether it's Whole30, Paleo, um, 21 day sugar detox, whatever it is, is really limiting refined and added sugar. And I think no matter who you are, where you are, we can all really reap an enormous amount of benefit from reducing the amount of sugar that we're taking. Because sugar at the end is very inflammatory um, and inflammation is really the genesis to a lot of disease and not feeling very well. So limiting sugar, whether that means, you know, skipping the regular soda or whether that means, you know, or, or maybe it's a pack less of sugar that you put in your, in your coffee a day. You know, you don't have to go cold turkey, but really examining how much sugar you're eating and just kind of trying to reduce it by a little bit is really a good place to start. 
yeah, I know I certainly feel a lot better when I cut out sugar. You know, I'm like, wow, I'm, I can think clearer and I can sleep better nice. and I don't feel so crazy, you know, and it, it, and then it's crazy how you, like, you go through these periods where you eat a lot of sugar and you're like, why am I feeling so weird? You know, and we just right. don't. Or why do I look so puffy? Yeah, we just don't tend to think that, oh, it's actually what I'm putting in my body. You know, we try to blame everything else versus, you know, what, what actually is getting consumed inside of us. Definitely. So I, I am a, you know, I take a lot of vitamins and supplements um, every day. I'm, I'm sort of a believer in, you know, going as, as natural as possible to try and not have antibiotics in me unless I have to, you know, all those sorts of things. But I actually never really thought that um, I might not be taking the right vitamins. You know, I just thought, oh, well, these are the vitamins that, that I should take. How can somebody figure out what's right for their body? And, you know, does that change over the time? Is it like you just start taking these supplements and then, you know, you just keep going on and, and never changing? Or how should somebody think about that? That's an awesome question. Um, and a lot of people are really confused about supplements and vitamins. Um, one of the great things about Care-of um, is the fact that if you're a new customer, we're actually, we lead you through a quiz. And that quiz takes about five to ten minutes to fill out. And it asks you questions about your habits and your age, your demographics, your wants, your needs, your health goals. And then based on your answers, suggest vitamins and supplements that we think you need, which is tied to research, which is really unique because a lot of people like either they read something on a blog, oh, I should take turmeric or this or that. And I also maintain a private practice. So I still am seeing patients and the amount of people who come into me and I'm like, okay, what are you taking? And they don't even know why they're taking it. It's like they read it on Goop or something. <laughs> right. and nothing against Goop. I, I think Goop is great. And sometimes it does have a lot of great information but it might not be what their body actually needs and they might actually really benefit from taking something else. So having that quiz and having the data that we provide is a really great, and it's, and it's a free resource um, to use. You know, of course, we, we really would love you to get our products because one of the things that really makes us stand out is the fact that we are really transparent in what we add to our products. Unfortunately, a lot of supplements um, and, and supplement brands out there have a lot of ingredients in there that are either you know, unnecessary and they're just there for no reason. And why do we need to ingest something that we don't really need? Or some of the, sometimes those actually over time can actually be pretty toxic to us. And so every time we're putting something into our body, it's really a choice and you really should know what you're putting into your body. And that's across the board, food, medicine, supplements, whatever it is. So, um, you know, we make suggestions and, and you could trust that our brands and what we do suggest is really free of anything that you don't need, which is something that I'm really proud of and something that I hope will ease the minds of people who are purchasing them. Yeah. And answer your question, um, answer your question about do, you, do things change, do needs change over time? Absolutely. You know, my body in this point of time needs something different than it did five years ago, you know, and that's true of, you know, there's certainly obvious reasons. If, if, if a woman is thinking about becoming pregnant, taking a prenatal um, is something that she can certainly add in time. But then various times, if it's something, maybe, maybe your, your joints and your skeletal system need a little bit more love than they used to, or maybe your digestive system needs a little bit more attention than you have been giving it. So adding, and t adding things, taking things out is definitely something that happens over time. Yeah, so we are coming around to the holidays, <laughs> the time where most people consume a lot of food. 
do you have any tips for, you know, how someone can go into the holidays as as maybe healthy as possible so that they can, uh, you know, come out come out January 1st feeling as, as good as they can? Sure, absolutely. Um, and I will say, you know, nourishment and feeling healthy and well is not just about living like a monk and it's not just about having this perfect quote unquote, perfect diet and this perfect lifestyle. Because if you're doing that, but you're isolating yourself from friends and family and you're not nourished by the social connections and the emotional connections that you have by sharing a, sharing a meal, sharing a festive meal, you're not going to be well either. So I want people to understand that it's really, you're, you're, really, you're nourishing your soul when you're connecting with your friends and family. And if that means that you're having one more drink than normal, like give yourself a break. So ex- exercising self-compassion is really important and a really integral part of wellness. You know, that being said, I would really, you know, sometimes I encourage my patients, I encourage my friends to look at, you know, what their social calendar will look like for the next week or the next two weeks and choosing and saying, okay, you know, I know that that night, that's the night that I'm going to allow myself to drink and to really indulge in that night, you know, but these other two events that are coming up that week, you know, I know that I'll be able to have fun and it's really not that important to me that I indulge that much when I'm there. So you really give yourself a roadmap to, so you're not, you're not drinking or eating a lot impulsively because that's really what people, when people really get themselves into trouble because they're not, they're not, they're not honoring and maintaining their own boundaries for health and well-being. So give yourself permission to indulge every so often. That's, that's okay. And that's healthy and that's fun, but just make sure that you're thinking about it in in a thoughtful way. I also would say, you know, when you're with your family, when you're with your friends around a holiday meal, make sure that you're connecting with them, that you're not just zeroing in on the food. Make sure that you're tasting the food, whether that's making sure to put your fork and knife down in between each bite to really slow down how quickly you're eating, or maybe that's having a glass of water for every glass of wine that you have. Even just small strategies really do add up to make big changes. I love that advice. Small strategies really do add up to big changes. I couldn't have said it any better. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, and head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review. 